Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 37, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jez Hunt. Everybody and welcome to this week's podcast. Hi, Jay. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Hello. Um, as we always seem to, well, certainly recently, we seem to be talking about the weather when we come on the podcast. The first thing, very British thing to do. Um, it's been raining all day here, just so you know, in case you were <laughs> going to ask, you know, just in case. <laughs> yeah, we've got rain here on and off, but at the moment we've got sunshine with black clouds although i can't see any rainbows just now but um yeah there's rain forecast for most of the rest of the week i think, I think so. so yeah we're um, def- definitely into autumn now aren't we just aren't we just so yeah, yeah so it's all good so today the topic for today interesting one is community community yeah not something we've talked about on the podcast before it's an in, it's, i've no idea where it's going to go as as always really um but it'll be an interesting discussion i'm sure yeah so people often talk about a sense of community don't they um when they kind of feel like they're part of something um and it does feel to me like we are part of different communities so there's the community the area that you live in it might be the community of within work there might be a community within a hobby that you do um and, and community to me is very much about um people pulling together helping each other showing support when support's needed as a group that makes sense yeah if we go a little bit deeper than that it's about belonging um, so yeah. we go, we've talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs before now. Um, but the, the third level part of our psychological needs is love and belonging. And part of that is connection with people. So having that feeling of community, having that feel of like-minded, like-valued, like whatever people that we're connected to and have a connection with is important to us. It's part of our, part of our needs. As... Yeah, it's, it's human nature, isn't yeah. it, to to want to connect with other people, um, and, and in the physical as well, and, and you yeah. know, not, yeah. not like we have to do at the moment on Zoom, but but to actually sit down in the same room and talk to people and and um, share experiences together and that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think the, the, there's different interpretations of community. I think so. For example there's the the local community scenario so if you remember when we were growing up in cranfield um being a, a village they, we had the bakery we had the butchers we had the greengrocers we had a, a, a grocery shop as well but they were separate things and there was a sense of community around you could walk down the high street or walk around the street and people would say oh hi good morning hi how are you and you'd stop and you'd have a chat and and i think if we compare that sort of local community compared to where we are, you know, jump forward 40 odd years plus. And yeah. <laughs> I know it's scary when you think of it like that. Um, yeah. And I feel that, th- that 
that sense of community isn't there in the same way that it was anymore. Um, I think even in villages that there's a lot more distance between people generally. So what I mean by that is I can go out walking in Barrow where I live and it's a 50-50 whether I'll get someone to say hello back to me. If they've got a dog, I can pretty much guarantee 100%, absolutely, I'll get a hello back. Okay, 99%. There was one person the other day that didn't. Um, but that's probably because I'm more focused on the dog than I am the person walking them. But that's okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we judge our, we judge the length of our dog walks by how many do- what dogs I stop and speak to. Um, <laughs> um, now, if I'm in other environments walking down the street, then it's 50-50. Sometimes people will, sometimes people won't. Whereas I remember as a child, absolutely, pretty much everyone said yes. When I lived in Bedford, being a suburb and being in, in a suburb of Bedford, it was very rare you'd get anyone saying hello to you. It was pretty much, a you know, maybe one in 15, one in 20 might smile at you. Yeah, I, I find, as I live in that suburb still, um I do find that more people will say good morning to me now or good afternoon to me now than than perhaps a year or so ago. Yeah, um, a lot a lot changed a year or so ago, to be fair, in terms well, of the true. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before that, <laughs> before, before um, all the lockdowns and everything, um, I would agree with you that, that not a lot of people would, even people with dogs, I, I struggle to get a, hello or good morning out of whereas now now I do a lot of the time get people to respond to me as, as I'm walking past them because I like to say hello I think it's friendly to say hello yeah, ab- you know absolutely. it's just like there's nothing and, and you know there was one day when I was walking down the road and said hello to somebody and then they stopped and talked to me about their new dog yeah. it happens to be a dog lover like me but 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 it was somebody that I didn't know, but it was quite nice to have that conversation. Um, but but I do find that some people, if they some people actually walk down the road with that, if they can see someone else coming towards them, you can see them put their eyes down. They don't want to yeah. make that contact. They don't want to actually um, converse with somebody, which is a shame, really, because you know, as humans and and as humans that are coming from a heart centered place, we want to be. Um, putting out good positive vibes to everybody that we pass connect with um spend any time with so they know that they're 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 part of that community they are loved they are appreciated um all of those things really so yeah if we, if we go back uh, if we look back in in history at, at society and and the way that settlements developed, it was a group of people finding a place to settle, so by a river, so we had fresh water, wherever. But they would settle and they would build, it would be a community. Everyone would help each other. Each would have their skills. Even going back basics, it was the hunter, you know, hunter-gatherers. So the hunters tended to be men. The, the women tended to be the gatherers. But they worked together as a community to share what they had amongst everybody. So everybody played a part in helping everybody else. And we've gone away from that as society. We've gone away from that sense of community in that sense. Yeah, I, I, I remember. I remember Nan saying to us, you know, about how 
people would knock for a cup of sugar, you know, and they'd run out of something, they'd be in the middle of baking or whatever. And, and so they'd nip next door, they'd nip across the road and just borrow a cup of sugar. And they, they would help each other out like that as well. Yeah. Um, You, you know, and it, it's, yeah, I just think it's a shame that that sense of community is gone. And we, we really need to come back to that sense of community um, and helping each other out. I think people are becoming more aware of that. But th but this community that we're talking about now, the local community and, and the, mm. you know, the environment we live in, is only one part of all of this. So I think people can see from the conversations I've had with, with clients in the past, people um, tend to see community as being the people around them, which it is, but we can choose our community. And there is more than one community. Yeah. So, for example, if you did uh, yoga lessons or Pilates lessons in a group, so face to face, then that is your yoga or Pilates community. Yeah. The people. So, if you deal with people, you know, so painting, for example, I have an art community that I'm involved with. If if um, people who go running might belong to a running club, then that's a running community. If you go to the gym and you've got the people you see regularly, that's your gym community, and. We can choose. So people sort of say, oh, I don't belong anywhere. And they, they go to the gym. They do. They play golf. They do this. They do this. They, they do belong. They're just not recognising each individual community for what it is. So yeah. to me, community, yes, it's about a group of people who have a common, possibly a common goal or a common belief or a common value. Or a common interest. Or a common interest. Where... They, like you said at the very beginning, you know, where they support each other, they encourage each other, they work together, they help each other in that area. And, and possibly when you develop relationships within a community, pro it probably develops, possibly develops into something more intimate than that. And by what I mean by that is that as you get to know people, even if you know them through one particular thing, they will start to say, oh, you know, hi, how are you? They'll take more of an interest in you as an individual not just the interest that you have in common as part of developing a relationship. So you're strengthening the community yeah. and the connection that you have within that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And and, and when when you're part of a community like that, you you when you, and you strengthen those relationships you then find you often find that people want to become more involved with things so yeah um i don't know i, I suppose there's a community isn't it when you're going to school to pick up children yeah um, you've got mums or, yeah, or, exactly. dads, no, no, or dads no or, you know, um, <laughs> or grandmas or grandmas or whoever yeah you've got parents of yeah. children or grandparents of children yeah yeah and and you know when when a community like that is wanting to run some kind of event event then if there's a community people are willing to step up and say yeah i've got time to come and help with that or Whatever. So, so when you've got that kind of community spirit, whether that's in that sort of scenario, whether it's within work, whether it's the gym, um, wherever it happens to be, then people will um, will be willing to to step up and and offer their services if they're needed, won't they? 
because there's that kind of camaraderie that's there. Yeah. That makes sense. It absolutely does. You know, if you think back, think back to, I don't know, for example, two mums, same age children, preschool or, or not even at preschool that at home and mum number one needs to take older child to something or something and a, a friend says oh look bring them around they can play together and then you go off and do what you need to do and then come back and collect them afterwards that sort of thing happens still happens but that was quite a normal thing oh would you mind looking after whereas mm. now you have to have that connection with someone before you can ask without people expecting money for it for example so yes you've got um, preschool you've got nurseries that you could take your child to as long as you're enrolled in them and and you know uh, you're on their books so to speak but that's not the same as so yes it's a community because you're taking so it's mums taking children to nursery for example so mums get to speak to each other and they get to recognize each other so i think where am I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of the fun of this is the fact that it is just exploring something. So it's kind of like running through a brain fart. But in... in <laughs> that's one way of putting it. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's that having that thought and just going with it and exploring it and allowing hmm. it life, allowing it to breathe and see where it goes. And that's what I love about doing these podcasts because we don't plan them. You know, we literally, as, as today, we didn't know what we were going to talk about until the word community popped up just before we went to record. Then we yeah. don't actually know where it's going. But no, community <laughs> is important to our sense of being and, and who we are as individuals because our life is not just a, a, a lone journey. It's not just me on my own. It's not like I was born dumped in a desert and then off you go, get on with it with nobody else interacting with me. I've had parents, I've had siblings, I've then had friends, I've had school, I've had teachers, I've had blah, blah, blah through my life of connections with people. And they've all been a community of so, at, at some to some degree. So a community of family, a community of friends, a community of work colleagues, a community of this, a community of that, photography club. They're all a sense of belonging that I had, even though I might not have realised it at the time, that I had that gave me connection to other people. So even though I regard myself as an introvert, I do enjoy company of other people. There are things I don't enjoy with, you know, like large crowds and stuff that really doesn't sit well with me. I, I can get quite agitated with that, but that's okay. But that doesn't stop me going to concerts if I want to go to a concert, for example. So belonging and that feeling of belonging, that sense of belonging somewhere is important. And I think it, well, it's a basic human need. It's a psychological need, sorry. The point is that we can get, we don't necessarily realise that we have community around us. It, yeah, I would, I would agree with that uh, because, because and, and that probably comes back to the way that community has been portrayed to people. Yeah. So community is what we were talking about at the, at the start to a lot of people. It's 
what's going on around them, you know, where they live. Um, and and like you see, like you say, it's community is so much more than that. Um, you know, that years ago when I was doing karate, I was part of a karate community. Um, so as well as my work community, my family community. Um, and, and you're right, it does give you um, a sense of, of belonging when you are part of that. But it's also important to recognise that you're an individual and we're all on our own path. Yes. But um, and our own path of um, self-discovery. But people interact with us, cross our paths, come into our lives for a while um, to help us to discover more about ourselves and for us to help them to discover more about themselves as well and they may not be doing that on a conscious level they might be doing it on a on a more subconscious level depending on where they are on their journey um but it's an important part of being human yes yeah um and and you know if you look at at children if the children are being bullied they lose that sense of belonging, don't they? Which can can really affect how they feel. Um, yeah. Or if anyone's being bullied, come come to that because they're being pushed out of the community, or they'll feel like they're being pushed out of the community, depending on the scenario that's going on. Um, and so that can make them feel as if they're completely on their own and and got no support around them and maybe they haven't in that particular area say work or school but they have got the support of community from the family or from a friendship group or yeah somewhere else but it recognizing it isn't it yeah and it, and it's not necessarily about fitting in you see we can go down that route of i've got to fit in so for example you know i mean growing up with dad being a vicar Initially, it was like we had to fit in, but actually, I certainly did, and, and you did as well. I didn't. We didn't fit in because we intentionally pushed back and went the opposite way because yeah. actually we were rebelling or, or whatever against it. But it's not about necessarily fitting in. It's about finding a community that suits you and fits you. But it's got to allow you to be your authentic self. And yes. I think this was the thing. This is why I kicked back against things when we were growing up was because from my perspective and it was my perspective everyone expected me to be this perfect vicar's mm -hmm. daughter and I'm human I'm, and I'm as human as any other child that was growing up at the same time and had the same you know the same things stuff going on and and what have you and and so I was kicking back because it was like I'm I'm Sarah yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not the vicar's daughter. I'm Sarah, and I remember when we moved up to to um, Cranfield. I was about 15 at the time, so it wasn't an easy time for me to move anyway. But I remember not telling anybody what Dad did for a job in my tutor group. Nobody knew. There was nobody on the bus that knew us from Cranfield, so everybody in my tutor group, nobody knew that 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 I was the vicar's daughter. So they got to know me as Sarah, who'd recently moved to the area. And then one day it came out and, and people were shocked. But but I turned around and said that 
I hadn't told them because I wanted them to get to know me. I didn't want them to see me as the vicar's daughter. Yeah, you were lucky. I got walked into my first day at my first new school and this is the new vicar's son, everybody. But anyway, I think we've mentioned that before and it's a... But if you get labelled like that, then the sense of community, the sense of belonging can be can be lost because people then may, not always, but may then um, have a perspective of you and an expectation of you that may not be realistic. But their perspective and their expectations of you is based on their beliefs and programming and values and where they are not yours. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. Um, and maybe you're projecting what you're expecting them to, or how you're expecting them to behave. But if you feel like you've been labelled, you may feel like you don't belong. Yeah. And actually look at labels in society. So we shifted a bit from community, but that's okay. Um, look at labels in society. So the whole thing around you know neurodiversity for example and getting labeled with ADHD or ADD or um, Asperger's or autism at the end of the day it's just a label I'm not saying that that the brain doesn't function differently because it does and I think if in my mind I think we've all got a level of neurodiversity um, but it gets labeled to to put to lump people together so for example um you know even even something like oh geeks talking about geeks at school you know it's it's a label it's oh they're yeah. boffins but it's not done it's done to try and make sense of something not necessarily for the benefit or or that it's going to benefit the people with that label Oh, don't worry about him. He's 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 uh, autistic or he's got ADHD. But they're no different. They're still human. They still have. They're human and they're they still, still equal to the rest of exactly. us. Just, they, they, they just, just learn differently or, or they communicate learn, yeah, differently. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, you know, they're experiencing things symptoms of something. You say, I, I don't like labels. So I always talk yeah. about people experiencing the symptoms of whatever it is that, that they've been labelled with. And, and humans do like labels. But actually, anyone that, that is experiencing symptoms, those symptoms will have come from different experiences on their their total journey. And um, but, it, but it's, it seems to be human nature that they want to label and box everything up instead of recognizing that everybody's equal everybody has different gifts everybody learns in different ways everybody experiences things, things in different ways and therefore everyone can complement each other on their journey of self-discovery yeah so maybe that's and, the thing it's well, so so for a community to really work you want that neurodiversity because then everyone has something special to actually bring to the community. Yeah, well, if you, if you go want back... diversity across the community in all sorts of ways, because then people with different gifts, with different experiences, different knowledge, 
can come together and 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 complement each other when they need to work together for whatever reason it might be yeah when 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 villages and communities set up in the past they didn't set up with oh we've got a village full of bakers oh we've got loads of bread but we've got no meat we've got no uh no farrier doing the horses hooves and we've got no cart right doing the carts that we need to transport goods i mean okay nowadays they'd have to go to another village and hope that that village has got something they haven't got but the point is you developed a community of diverse skills that meant as a whole it worked because you covered everybody's needs some people grew this crop some people grew that crop but they shared yeah you didn't have everyone growing potatoes and nobody growing carrots or broccoli or whatever whatever veg was available in then in those days. But but um, I didn't do my history. History, I failed. Anyway, that's another thing. <laughs> so it is about diversity is actually really important. Yeah. In anything, you know, in a, in a business, if if you look at um, corporations, if everyone was a um, again without putting labels on people but if everyone was like a go get them do what i say kind of approach then nothing would ever get done you know not everyone is a manager not everyone is a leader not everyone is a we all have skills that we're good at and it's finding that balance but without judgment and without ego and it's ego that kicks in that can cause a lot of problems in upsetting communities because you can have a nice balanced community until someone decides that they want more than others or and it can be an interesting dynamic when you get someone coming in you know if you've got a parents group and you're trying to organize a pantomime for a kid and you've got one parent who is very likes organizing then they can come across as taking control of it and which can upset other people who want to contribute and then yeah. there'll be other people that will just say, oh, that's all right. She's taken or she or he's taken on the responsibility of that. I don't need to worry about that. I'll just do because it's easier for me just to fit in and do what I can within. So it's interesting looking at the dynamic, but not everyone. If, if people didn't make decisions, no decisions would get made. But if no one's willing to make a decision, then how can a community move forward? So you need that diversity yeah. to be able to move forwards. Which is why you had chiefs of villages or, or whatever, I guess. You know, someone had to be seen as the as the leader of the village and looking for the good of the village. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's not in a way of of holding power over everybody else, was it? It was all it was all very much of yeah, bringing was, the people together it, yes. to have the discussion and then leading by example to put in place whatever the community wanted at that time. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think, I think it's important. Um, I think it's important to get involved in local community. Definitely. And I am involved and Charlotte is involved in local community here in, in various ways. Um, I also think that if you're feeling that you don't belong, 
don't wait for things to come to you. Go and find something. So look at interests that you have mm. and go and find a group that would fit that. So if you, you know, if you have an interest in uh, Pilates or, or whatever, then go and find a Pilates group local to you. But even, even with everything we've had over the last few years, the way the internet and the way Zoom and, and other video technologies have evolved and been used and embraced more... I'm involved in two communities that are international. I'm speaking regularly with people in Canada, in America, in uh, Spain, in Portugal, but all in a community together and we have regular meetings. So if anything, it's easier, I believe. It's easier. There's more options to find a community because it doesn't, you don't, you're not limited to just geographic. Yes, that's very true. So you can do. I'm involved in Zoom um, community where I'm connecting with people abroad as well. So, yeah. so I think it's a balance. I, I do believe face-to-face is important. I do believe Absolutely. personal connection is important and we don't want to lose that. But I also value the other communities that have been opened up to me in the last two, three, four years mm. in the way that technology has developed and embracing it in that sense and linking with like-minded people but from across the world in certain things that I'm interested in and that's just awesome so we're, we're never alone unless we choose to be alone yeah that's very true there's you always know, there's always a community of some kind out there for you go find it if you don't feel you found it or got one or the other option is Build one yourself. Build one. Yeah, create one. Create one. Go and, go and say, this is what I want to do. Does anyone else like doing this? And you'll either find a community that's already doing it or you might find other people saying, oh, yeah, I've thought about that. Let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's how new communities are born, isn't it? Exactly. So, well. Okay. So that was an interesting <laughs> <laughs> interesting topic to explore, wasn't it? And um yeah, some important points coming out there, especially about the human need for a sense of of belonging. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, and just being aware that a community is not just your local community; it's so much more than that. Yes. And um, and so it's important to embrace um, being part of a, a community, whatever that community happens to be. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you very much for your time, Jay. Really good to connect, catch up with and connect with you today. Um, I'm sure we'll have another interesting topic for next time. Um, but until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.